Welcome back, everybody, to episode eight of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. I'm And that's Scott. Sound tripped out a little bit, but, but that's okay. We're actually coming to you from two separate locations, but we are back, hence the hence the music choice. Little Thin Lizzy, the boys are back in town. Scott, how is, I guess not Buena Vista, but now you're in, uh, you're in Utah. Nice. Nice. Okay, so that's how we're going to be hearing Scott tonight, but, but that's okay, because this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. We're just a little strained on time. That's okay. We're still going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk a lot of sports. It's going to be, it's going to be a good one. So really, what is the only thing we have to talk about this evening, Scott? What's the only thing? Is, is it Southern Virginia versus Idaho State last night, or is it the World Series? Game the World Series. Don't get me wrong. We're, we're gonna talk about we're gonna <laughs> talk about your game because I watched it. I was watching it between uh, between innings. No, you weren't. Yeah, it was. You were streaming it online. Yeah, the Big Sky Network. It's up there. The Big Sky Network. No way. Yeah, the Big Sky Network. It's a thing. Streamed it online. It was cool. Um, but we'll talk about it later. Let's start off with uh, with the World Series. Um, just a a slight number. Uh, just just a few more people turned uh, uh, tuned in to the World Series last night. I hate to tell you, Scott, you were competing yeah, with okay. you were competing with forty one million viewers uh, tuning into Fox to watch to watch game the, 7 How does that how does that relate to like the Super Bowl or, or the NBA World, uh, championship? You know that off the top of your head? I do not know that off the top of my head. I will tell you this off the top of my head. It was the most amount of people watching a baseball game since 1991. Since 1991, wow. it's the highest TV ratings for for a baseball game. Um I would have to I would have to get more numbers. Maybe we could do that during a break to uh, to compare to to football, a football Sunday. But the most since nineteen ninety one, and people were, people are calling it, you know, the best baseball game. Apparently, was last night. Yeah. People are freaking. Yeah. I mean, it's a great game. It's a great game. At work today, people. Well, can you were name any other baseball games off the top of your head like like that? I mean, you can do the Yankees. Any, I mean, any. Any what, given November, any given no hitter game, I feel like you can say is a better baseball game than this past game seven of the World Series. No, but it does. That's not the point. It's, the point is that it, no bigger situation for both right, it's teams the drama. not having won a championship in a while. I mean, there's just a lot of different factors that go into that. So I, I, I would understand that. Yeah, it's the drama, and and it was almost something that was that was fictional, because in the eighth inning, it started raining. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it was cool. It was like the end of the Lord of the Rings, you know, part two. You know, it starts just when, yeah, just when you think it can't get any more intense, it starts raining like the Battle of Helm's Deep, and it it was awesome. <laughs> um, just. Just a couple notes, I guess I, I want to get your take on. What do you think about comparing the managers, Joe Madden to Terry Francona? Did did one of them outmanage the other? Not even looking at the fact that the Cubs won it. Did someone? Um, 
Terry Francona put his team in a better situation, I think. How before so? Before the game. That's because of the bullpen. I mean, that's that was pretty. That's a pretty easy question. The bullpen was the Indians' bullpen was in a lot better shape than the Cubs' bullpen going into Game Seven. Does that make sense? Or Chapman was was pitched the night before. Yeah, the they pitched was lower. Correct. Um, the, the the Indians had some arms in the bullpen. Miller hadn't pitched in three days because um, they were losing. They just had guys exactly that could go longer. And so, from a managerial standpoint, you know. When Chapman, when when Madden in Game Six put in Chapman with a five-run lead, that I feel like told the Cubs bullpen that Madden really doesn't have confidence in us. And I mean that's here neither here or there because we're talking about this after the Cubs won the won the World Series, you know. So back to your original question: Who is the better manager? You know, that, that's a tough one. That, that's a tough one because Terry Francona put his team in a better situation, but that doesn't mean you're going to win all of the time. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. But just because it was it was these two specific managers in the World Series, I feel just because it's Joe Madden, Terry Francona, you know, a couple of the best guys in recent memory right. for managers, a lot of the credit was, was given to them. You know what I mean? I feel like almost it even took away from from – from player from player performance but you know that's just the way it is obviously wow. the manager carries a a pretty big role um wow. one one specific move i want to talk about from last night was or is um madden's decision to bring in lester first of all yeah. pulling kyle Hendricks, who's cruising he's 80 some maybe not even 80 pitches in the in the fifth inning, middle of the fifth inning, and let's bring in, you know, Mr. Mental Midget, who can't even throw over to first base. Yeah. And no, that's, it was, something, that, that's something, especially with if there's a speedster up, you know, he's given, he gives free bases. Correct. And I'm sitting there watching thinking, oh, the Indians are probably excited right now. Like, that probably just made him happy. Oh, yes, get Hendricks out of there. We're not doing anything. Yeah, bring in Lester. If we can get on base, we're going to be able to – do the merry-go-round we talked about that last episode with lester that's just his deal he he can't play his position um however you can't steal first that's the you know that's the old saying but the thing it wasn't lester's pitching that really made that move by madden so awesome it was the fact that david ross had to come in to catch lester and what did David Ross do in the bottom of that it or in the top of the next inning? Is he hit a he hit a ding yeah. donger to give him to give him a little bit more of a cushion? It was it was a solo home run. Yeah, I know. How, up, I know how much of a David Ross fan you are. I'm a huge David Ross fan. Ended <laughs> up being a ended up being a huge huge run for them. And and they were show, I'm not sure if you saw, but they were showing him in the dugout. Poor guy had to run back and forth from the dugout to the bullpen to just warm up Lester because Lester yeah. can't throw to anybody else, even in the bullpen, except David Ross. But they were That's showing ridiculous. Ross in, in the in the dugout with Rizzo, and you know Ross was mic'd up, so they're all going to Rizzo, you know, asking for one one part. It was Rizzo. Uh, quoting Anchorman to Ross, and he was like, "What do I do? I'm in a glass case of emotion." And it was cool yeah. hearing Ross. Ross was just like, "Hey, you know, wait, wait till the eighth inning. Wait till the ninth. That you think you're jacked up now? Just you know, 
handle it right. the best you can. And, and you would never know, by the way Rizzo was playing, that he was in a glass case of emotion. He was cruising. It was awesome. Right. Right. Um, no, you're right. But so some interesting moves by Madden. But I guess, you know, he's an interesting manager. Um, and poor Terry Francona. Oh, he screwed up Bryce that, Harper. That he sure did. Terry Francona's World Series record now goes to 11-4. and four. Still pretty dominant, but those four losses yeah. were uh, yeah. were obviously he very... was eleven and zero before that. How does Theo Epstein rank? You know how do, how is how is his legacy now? He's he's a Hall of Famer, right? However, you can do Hall of Fame and I guess in the GM in the GM world, but he's I a guess. Hall of Famer. And but he put he put these players together, and it's not like they were schlub players, you know. Well, just the way he's built a program that was in shambles four years ago. Yeah. To, to what it is now. I mean, he did it in Boston, and now he did it in Chicago. Right. And, and there's no mathematical formula. He's not following something. He's just trusting his gut, drafting Bryant. And, you know, he's made some moves, I'll tell you what. And he has that roster built for a long time ahead. Yeah, they're young. Yeah. As long as the salary cap stays. I mean, as long as there's still no salary cap, those guys yep. are going to be asking for more money. But, you know, the Cubs can afford it now. Yeah, they're, they're young for sure, but I loved your stat two weeks ago about the Indians and how they were, what, 23rd out of 30 teams yeah. as far as yeah. payroll? See, I think that's awesome. You know, the all of America seemed to, to get behind the Cubs, and it was because, you know, they haven't won the World Series in 108 years, and, and I understand that, but I don't know. I feel like Cleveland shouldn't have been there in the first place, so that's right. m- more of the... More of the underdog. Um, anyway, any any highlights that you want to discuss? I might want to I might want to discuss one or two um, be- before we move Just on. Just in the in the sports world in general. No, in the World Series world. Oh man, my World Series coverage has been reduced to the box score and Twitter and whatever highlights I can get. I'll tell you what, I caught the the ninth and tenth inning last night. Um, but that's all I watched besides looking at the box score. That was the best part. Um, it's really all you needed to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really miss anything. But um, I'll tell you what, uh, it's, it's super exciting. And, I mean, everybody was just rallied around it. During the game last night, they were giving score updates over the loudspeaker. That's um, awesome. You go, to the, you go to the store, you go to a restaurant, and people are talking about it at your table next to you. I mean, that's something I really haven't seen from baseball in a long time. And, and that's good for the sport, I'll tell you what. In a, in, a, in a society that football is declining, baseball, we're both baseball junkies, you know. And, and as much as baseball can go, as far as baseball can go, I, I'm happy for it, you know. Yeah, if, if you were a baseball fan, then, I mean, what more could you ask for in a World Series? Exactly. You know, exactly. seven I mean, games. It's just, the, the sport is getting just revived in Chicago and Cleveland these big cities that, that need that, you know, it's not the same old New York, LA, you know, these big market. I mean, I guess Chicago is big, but, but these teams that haven't won in a while, you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I wonder if the, uh, if the 41 million record will be broken next season. I hope so. Just, just based on how people finished with this season Watching the World Series, and well, then they, and then the they remember. Next year, next year. What do you mean? Let's just hope it's the Nationals. 
Oh, making well, until November next year. If you know what, if there are 41 million sad Expo fans in the world, then sure, it would, the record would definitely be broken. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, last, last thing of the World Series before we move on to the NFL is love hearing John Smoltz call games. I love it. Yeah. He threw yeah. out a little piece of, I don't even know if he called it history. But in Game Six, when Arietta gave up a home run to Kipnis, which Kipnis hit four home runs in the in the postseason, crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, he gave a home run to Kipnis. Um, you know, Cubs w- went on to win Game Six by a long shot. It wasn't a close game, but Arietta gave up this home run when there were two outs, and he went three and zero to Kipnis. Three and one, next pitch, Kipnis hits it out. Round of the bases, Smoltz throws out this this stat, and he says, you know, back in the day, if you went three and O with two outs, you would get fined. And I thought, wow, that's awesome. You're getting fined to you know, because you suck. Right. I thought right. I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool and and shocking. I actually had to pause and and, and rewind several times. Yeah. Um, other than that stat, that is, that's a great stat. You know, I mean, that's old school right there. Cool. I and I, I meant to research. I wonder if any finds like that still exist. But awesome, right. awesome World Series. A little bit depressing as a baseball fan because there is no more baseball. However, obviously looking forward to next year. And, oh, of course. You know, of course. Now we have to focus on the worst sports, right? Well, no. I mean, exciting, but like you said, no, baseball right. guys. Right. Um, but we get to focus, you know, on different sports. And really, we get to draw a lot of our focus on the NFL, particularly the Redskins, who are coming off of an atrocious tie in oh, Wembley Stadium, London. Did you, were you able to see any of that? I was I was able to watch the whole thing. Went to a Buffalo Wild Wings. An hour I had to drive an hour out of out of the city just to watch it. Yeah, it was. So I mean, uh, I was, it was a great game. It was a great game that it it came down to just horribleness. Um, the Skins had eleven penalties, which puts them in third for most amount of penalties this year. They have sixty six. Um, for 500 yards over the course of eight games. Yeah, those stats don't mean to me as mean to anything to me as much as the number three in the league. Like that, just you know, you got to compare yourself to the rest of the league, and that's just bad. Yeah, they're is that coaching? Is that discipline? What what, what is that though? The, you mean being third in the NFC East or right? Penalty? So who's well? No, whose j- fault is that penalties wise? Oh, penalties wise, it's the players. I mean, it's one hundred percent the players. And I mean, jo- Josh Norman has five illegal hands to the faces, plural illegal hands to the face, and and he comes out and then just whines about it. And he whines and he feels like that uh, the refs are targeting him. Which whatever, you know what? Even if they are, then suck it up and 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 win a football game. Last Sunday, also the Oakland Raiders had. 23 penalties and they still managed oh. to win the game i mean yeah that doesn't really set yourself up for sure for for success that. but man be a, be a winner about it and not 
you know, don't pass the buck. It's not anybody's fault. I mean, they lost. They were right. they were one for four in the red zone last week. Their their red zone offense has been terrible. And I hate to do this, but I think a lot of that is on Kirk Cousins. And I like Kirk Cousins. I mean, I'm a I'm a Kirk guy. I am a supporter of Captain Kirk. But I think he has to be more of a money man in in the red zone. You know what I mean? He has to be able to he has to be able to step up. And you know, he ha I believe he's second right now in in the league for, for passing yards. Uh granted most of their plays are passing plays. They don't yeah. run a whole lot. Yeah. So one for four in the red zone last week. He has to be able to step up as I don't know if it's the same term in the basketball world. In the baseball world, I always know I always know it as the money man. And the money man is the guy that you want in those tight situations where it might not be the best guy, but it's just the guy who thrives on on the pressure and the high stakes situations. It's that guy who wants right. to have the ball in his hand. And I feel like when you're in the red zone, you have to be that guy. You have to have that that attitude. And I feel like Cousins just doesn't. So is Kirk Cousins ever gonna win a Super Bowl then? That's what basically what you're saying. You know in, in basketball it's the, the money making guys that are winning are winning NBA championships. You know, that can basketball's a little different because one or two guys can carry a team. In baseball, in football, it's not. You know, you Correct. need an offensive line as a quarterback. You need and as a running back, for that matter. Um, and and there's a bunch of different things to go right in football. And same in baseball. You know, you could have the best pitcher in the league, but it really doesn't matter if you don't have the rest of the team around you, the lineup around you. Um, in basketball, it's different because LeBron James can play offense, defense, score the basketball, pass the basketball. That's do right. You want. There's only five guys out there. Yeah, there's only five guys, so he's not. He doesn't have to play only one side of the ball. And then when they get beat on defense, it's also his fault. So it's different, and and that's hard to compare sports. That's um, true, but but I he think what is, we're trying to say is, oh, are we going to pay Kirk Cousins after this year? And that's a tough question. That's really that's really going to be a tough question. We we'll have to wait and see how the end of the year. Out. Yeah, just it's only halfway through. So it's it's only halfway through, and really a. The season, these next four games, Vikings, Packers, Cowboys, Cardinals, are really going yeah. to define this season. And it really... Yeah, that's tough. It, it, it's a t- Yeah, they're tough. They're all winning teams except for the Cardinals. Uh, they're three and four, but they're still really good. And what makes it even worse is the fact that Trent Williams has been suspended for four ga- for those four games four right. extremely important games the cap one of the captains been suspended because he missed a drug test and it's his and it's not like the first time he missed a drug test um, he's yeah. missed a drug it's test ridiculous. before so ridiculous yeah not you know this guy is the captain he always talks about you know you know being a leader guys looking at him you know, to, to be to be a model in the locker room, on the field. He did not act like a leader. This is a very selfish move right here. And it's tough right. to watch. It's tough to watch as a Skins fan. And it yeah. just it sets his money. team, the team that he's leading, it sets him up for failure. It really does. 
and it's gonna oh, be you're absolutely right. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a tough a tough next you know tough four games. We'll see if we can if the skins go two and two. Dare I say three and one playoffs? Here we come. But these next four games are really really gonna be something. Give us your weekend appetizer. What are you What are you watching this weekend? That's a great question. I'm watching a lot of Utah State film. I'll tell you what. Nice. Um, and VMI film, but um, this weekend, oh man, that's tough. I'm not really sure what I'm watching this weekend. To be honest, cause that's because the, that's because there's no baseball. There's no Redskins. No, no baseball. No Redskins. Um, I haven't looked at the college football schedule coming up. Not a whole lot. You got um, Nebraska at Ohio and Alabama at LSU. Notre Dame playing Navy. Yeah. That's always a historic one. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, nothing in college. Right, yeah. This is the this is the I'm vegetable. This is the vegetable platter. It's the guy who brought the broccoli and the ranch dip in the middle. Doesn't you know? Doesn't help at all. However. Got the caps, you know. Got yeah, the caps. Yeah, that's the start of the season. That's exciting. Yeah, and and they're they're doing well. However, it'll be it'll be it'll be a heck of a weekend. It is good to be back. We are just we're gonna we'll sign do, we'll off an, with a little we'll bit extended, of. Uh, uh, we'll do an extended episode next week. How about that? That's right. We'll do we'll do a solid we'll hour, two hours, maybe <laughs> yeah, two hour and some change. Anyway, we're just gonna we're gonna bring you out with uh, with lit own worst enemy. Gonna gonna sign off. Yeah, there it is. All right, episode eight in the books. PST. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. Thanks for listening.